eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, Lawrence Holmes. I'm glad that you were checking out the podcast. We like to do fun and interesting stuff whenever we can. Here on the podcast, today I wanted to talk about the great weekend that Major League Baseball had. And yesterday kind of culminated it because everything got really crazy on the field. But I I also wanted to talk a little bit about the throwback jerseys that were being sported this past weekend because it just, as a baseball fan, it absolutely made my day. Like seeing some of this stuff. Let me start with... The Cardinals and the Cubs on Saturday. On Saturday, the Cardinals wore what they call their victory blue uniforms. And they're the uniforms that the team had in the late 70s and early 80s. I think it was 76 through 84. They won those. Like in my mind, like I kept going back to like Ozzie Smith and Tommy Herr wearing those uniforms. And it was just like a, a, a great little spark of color while I was watching the Cubs and Cardinals play, to to see that uniform be out there, and it was a national broadcast. The sun was shining at Wrigley Field. It really looked spectacular. I, I was very impressed with what I saw. And it's so fun whenever they they dig into the archives and find those old uniforms. It's funny, though, because at the time, you're they're, they're like a bit of an eyesore. To you, like like that's like oh those Padres uniforms are ugly, and then after you haven't seen them for a while, they they have a lot of character, and you go they should wear those more, not all the time, but definitely more. And I'll I'll tell you the one uniform that I really love, and it hurts me to say this because I'm a White Sox fan, the Kansas City Royals powder blue Sunday uniform. I think is the best uniform in Major League Baseball. That powder blue like really pops. It looks good. It's perfect for a Sunday. And I know a lot of the teams will try to do something like similar around Father's Day. Like you do kind of the the pink one on Mother's Day and you do the the blue one on Father's Day. But I was I love that the Cardinals like went back into the archives and they pulled out the 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 old victory blue. Cardinals uniforms. It looked really good. And especially if you get them kind of tailored a little bit, that helps. Now, what didn't help the the Cardinals this past weekend 
was the Cubs offense really coming to life. And I can't believe what this team is already like what they've done. This Cubs team started out one in six. They have gone 18 and six since they've won seven in a row and now find themselves in first place in the national league central in Chicago. I can tell you that that three weeks ago, this conversation that we are having about the Cubs was not great. Especially for me, I had started a new show. It was like every day we were talking about something terrible. We're talking about the bullpen exploding. We we were talking about them not scoring enough runs, if Joe Madden was going to get fired, like all sorts of stuff. And here the Cubs are just chugging along. They got too much talent to be bad. And they eviscerated the, the Cardinals over the weekend. And one of the things that, that I wanted to talk about was how great a weekend it was because of some of the action that you got outside of the the uniforms, but some of the action that you got inside the games. You had a bunch of grand slams hit this weekend. You had a bunch of walk-offs and all of that with the crazy throwback jerseys that are going on. So speaking of Cubs and Cardinals, the game was out of hand at the time Chris Bryant stepped to the plate, but seeing Chris Bryant hit the ball better it, it bodes well for the Cubs and seeing him hit a grand slam. My goodness. Place went bananas as it should. Alex Rodriguez was on the call uh, with Matt Vasgersian and, and Jess Mendoza. And they had been talking about how they that the Cubs offense needed Bryant to get back into form. And then, boom, there he was. Oh, out to deep center field. Bader back. And, Maddie, we talked about it. An important at-bat for Chris Bryant and the Cubs long-term. Too much talent. So now you have this, this Cubs team that is back in first place and playing really good baseball. And it, it whatever button Joe pushes right now, it seems to be the the, the right one. It, it's going very well, but but I digress. Let me, since we are talking about Grand Slams, let me go through uh, some of the stuff that went on, all right? For example, the Padres are wearing their military. They do like their military uniforms on Sunday. They're wearing their camo military uniforms, and in that game, you had a walk-off from Hunter Renfro, a walk-off Grand Slam in a game. Insane. Run from the left field. High, deep, and a grand slam to walk it off. Hunter Renfro, the grand slam of Canley Jansen, and the Padres come back to win it. Hunter Renfro is today's Padres hero.
So not only is that a grand slam to win the game, but it's a grand slam against one of your rivals to win a game. And that's the sort of thing that makes baseball really great, where you can have all of this craziness going on around the game, and you can have a moment like Hunter Renfro's Grand Slam that completely takes you by surprise. It just... It just made me like really, really excited as a baseball fan. Like I completely geeked out on a lot of this stuff over the weekend. Like seeing the cool uniforms, seeing some of the great play, seeing the fact that you know you had a a Padres team that is trying to make a little bit of noise. They're three games above five hundred now. They're trying to track down the Dodgers in the National League West, and to have that moment happen where they get to kind of take out their rivals is 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 fun. And meanwhile, inside that game, Manny Machado hit two home runs. But Hunter Renfro got the grand slam and got the grand slam to win it. So you have Chris Bryant's grand slam. You have Hunter Renfro's grand slam. And then in the Astros game, you have Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman, one of the, the top young players in the game, the Astros were playing the Angels, so another rivalry game, and they were able to kind of bust things wide open with his his grand slam. They had four runs in the fifth inning, and then Bregman comes through. Like, he comes through with the bases loaded. He's one of the young guys with a, a lot of flavor and a lot of swag to his game, and he steps to the dish and does work. 2-0 now. That is out towards center field. Trout moving back on it at the wall. That is gone. A grand slam for Alex Bregman. And you know what, Gooby? He's sitting 2-0 and looking dead red, and he got it. So you have this mix of incredible, like, just baseball stuff. There was also some terrible baseball, too. I mean, the Red Sox and the White Sox played uh, this past weekend, and it wasn't great. I mean, it was great for the Red Sox because they ended up sweeping, but it it wasn't pretty baseball to watch for sure. So you have Bregman's Grand Slam. You have Bryant's Grand Slam. You have Hunter Renfro's walk-off Grand Slam. Speaking of the walk-offs and another combination of the jerseys and the baseball, the Pirates were rocking their We Are Family throwbacks which a lot of people think are the best throwbacks in the game where you have like the the black and yellow you got the cool cap I mean it does it does look dope I mean I'm not gonna lie like it looks really good so you have that and then you have them in a situation where they need need a a walk off late to win it and it's Starling Marte who comes through with a two run homer that one's hit well and deep and this one is gone. Walk it off, Pirates. They come all the way back. Down two in the 13th. Starling Marte is the star today. You want to know why you play extra innings? Because you have finishes like this. This is why you play extra innings. All the stuff that was going on in the last four or five innings, this is baseball. It's time to party. The music is going to be loud in the clubhouse. What a comeback for the Pirates. 
Marte, the three-run homer off Fernando Rodney in the 13th. Down two runs. They come back to win it. So the Pirates get a win. They beat the A's 5-3 to three off of that walk-off from Starling Marte, looking sp- fantastic as they do it. You know what, what did scare me a little bit? Like, he got his jersey ripped off because that's you know that's the new thing now. I I wouldn't want anyone. I know they could, they're just gonna make you another one, but if I had those throwbacks, man, I wouldn't want anyone to to mess with them because they're so dope. Like I think that that that's just a really good looking jersey, and we shouldn't be messing with it because it's so great. That that one is uh, fantastic. I haven't even gotten to the best throwback jersey of the weekend. I'll get to that momentarily. But I really do wish that the guys would stop tearing the jersey. Get off my lawn! Stop tearing the jersey because they're so... I'm just like, ooh, let me get that. Like, you don't have to tear it. Just give it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll take it, and I'll put it in a glass case somewhere. So, okay. So we got a, a walk-off Grand Slam, a walk-off two-run homer. And then in the, in the Tigers game, they had a walk-off as well. The one-two. Dixon pokes it to right. Solaire drifting back. Does it have enough legs? We're getting home! Brandon Dixon wins it for the Tigers! And the celebrations gathering at home plate. What an exciting moment for Dixon. What a good game for Detroit. So it was banana pants. Like Sunday in Major League Baseball was absolutely banana pants with all the stuff that was going on. It was fun. I I know that the baseball has been kind of experimenting with this red zone type deal, and I, I just think it's a harder thing to ask people to do versus what the NFL does when it comes to red zone. But bouncing around yesterday and seeing all of the craziness was um, really, really fun. And that brings us to the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds have been wearing a bunch of throwbacks. They're celebrating the 150 years of their franchise. So I went and looked back at at some of their throwbacks, and I'll read you some of the descriptions, okay? This is from the, the Reds' website. So they're going to do four, five different throwbacks this year. 1935, 1919, 1912, 1911, and 1902. The 1911 ones were they were rocking on Sunday and they look really good. Uh, but let me I'll go in order. 1902. The Reds wore this uniform style during home games in the inaugural year of the ballpark that was christened the Palace of the Fans, arguably the most distinctive ballpark ever built. The palace's architecture was inspired by the great temples of ancient Greece and Rome, and in doing so, spoke to the status of both baseball in Cincinnati and around the country. Notable Reds who donned this uniform include Jake Beckley, Sam Crawford, Bob Ewing, Noodles Hahn, Dummy Hoy, and Cy Seymour. The 1911 uniforms. They call them, these were the 1911 road uniforms. The 1911 season was one of several years in the first two decades of the 20th century that the Reds adopted a blue denim color scheme for its road uniforms, while the Reds limited the all-blue look to this relatively compressed time period, the club's corporation incorporation of blue shade into the uniform color scheme recurred frequently 
into the mid-1960s. And these are the ones that, that have the collar on them, too. Like, that's what I thought made the look so dope. Like, you have the big hat and, and the collar. And I forget which one of the players of the Reds was rocking, like, a stash and, like, eye black and the whole nine yards. But they had those. They're also going to wear the 1912s. Like, these are just a real clean, like, no stripes in them uniform. The 1912 home, the minimalist style was chosen as the home uniform design for the 1912 season, a year most noted with the debut of Redland Field, the new ballpark the club built on the same site as its demolished predecessor. The Palace of the Fans, that we were talking about earlier. Redland, renamed Crosley Field in 1934, proved to have much more staying power than the Palace, serving as the Reds' home ballpark until the mid-1970s. The 1919 uniform. White Sox fans will take note of this because that was a very interesting World Series that was thrown by the White Sox, a.k.a. the Black Sox. The 1919 home World Series. The Reds of 1919 stand as one of the great clubs in franchise history. The team won 96 games against only 44 losses for a win percentage of 686 the best of any Reds team since 1900. That's that's not good. <laughs> that's not good history. The Reds won the fr- franchise's first National League pennant by a comfortable nine-game margin over the second-place New York Giants and squared off against the White Sox in the World Series. <laughs> I like how they just kind of ignore what happened in that. This To celebrate the Reds' first World Series appearance, the club ordered new uniforms for use in the World Series play that featured a slightly altered C-Reds logo on the jersey fronts as well as a more pronounced claw-shaped C that appeared on the cap faces. The Reds defeated the White Sox. Ha! Five games to three in the best of nine series, but their triumph was tainted. Here we go! There we go! But their triumph was tainted by the discovery almost a year later that eight members of the White Sox had conspired with gamblers to lose the series. That's right. These 1935 uniforms that the Reds have are pretty interesting. And they also have the 1936, which are the red bottom ones. And they're going to wear those. Oh, my goodness. They're going to wear that June 30th against the Cubs. All right, let me tell you this, okay? I skipped over 35, but let me tell you about 36. The Palm Beach alternate, one of the most unique uniforms ever worn by the Reds, was the style that was known as the Palm Beach by the uniforms manufacturer, Cincinnati-based Goldsmith & Sons. This uniform was an attempt to offer players a lighter weight alternative to the heavy, heavily flannel jerseys that were the norm at the time. The open weave fabric construct on the Palm Beach was designed to make the uniforms more breathable during the hot Cincinnati summers. The uniqueness of the uniform was not limited to its fabric as it also incorporated red pants for the first and only time in club history and a unique script representation of reds on the jersey front. The Palm Beach jersey was worn sporadically as an alternative uniform from 1936 to 1938, but the uniform ensemble that included the red pants was only worn during the 1936 season. I'm looking through the rest of these 
And I got to tell you, I like those blue ones that I was talking about, the 1911s. But these red bottom, they look like a softball team, and they're fantastic. So be looking for that on June 30th when they take on the Cubs. I hope you enjoyed this walk down memory lane. I just thought that baseball had a great weekend, and I wanted to put a spotlight on why it was so great. Keep playing with the throwback uniforms. They are dope. Talk to you tomorrow. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.